Welcome to We Got Goals, a podcast by asweatlife.com on which we talk to high achievers about their goals. I'm Gina Anderson Cohen, founder and CEO of A Sweat Life, and with me is Alex Kaola, the high priestess of Brooklyn. Alex, thank you for joining me. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. Uh, you are many things, but how I know you is you were introduced to me by your, by your publicist who told me all about the wonderful work you're doing with your podcast, um, and through the wonderful world of tarot and more, but you tell me what you're all about and the listener at home. Yeah, of course. So I'm Alex. My brand is High Priestess of Brooklyn. I combine astrology and tarot to really help guide people towards their best selves, self-actualization, realization, understanding what their goals are. So this is actually a really great place to intersect. Um, And I really started this because I went through a crossroads myself where a lot of spiritual understandings came to me, let's put it that way. And over the course of about four years, I got to this point that we're at here today talking about it, which is pretty surreal and awesome. So, and when Alex and I met for the first time, and I would say became friends, um, she did a tarot and astrology reading for me that was so spot on and dare I say the best ever. Um, and we used the same deck. I recently was gifted the wild unknown tarot deck. Um, for the listeners at home, we're both holding it up. And for the watchers, you can see it. Um, so we decided before we jump into the questions today that we were going to pull a card for each other uh, about our friendship. Um, Alex, do you want to go first or second? Um, I am happy to go first. I'm going to shuffle a little bit, but I also have to tell the listeners, watchers, that it was also my first deck as well, which is another reason why we have this connection and it's pretty cool. I was, I would say I was gifted it as well. Basically, I used to work at SoulCycle and it is a very woo-woo environment and one of the executives with moving offices and said, you can take whatever you want in the office. And there was a tarot deck in there. So it was this one. So thank you. So cycle. That was actually where I kicked off a lot of the spiritual journey. But anyway, this is about you. This is the best part too, the shuffle. This is very like, what do they call that? ASMR? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, that Michelob Ultra commercial. Okay, so I pulled the Three of Wands reverse for you. The Three of Wands is a beautiful card. It suggests the horizon is, the horizon is really unfolding before us. I also love this card because when it comes to reverse, it suggests that there might be a way that we can help each other see missing links and actually help each other realize, I hate to use uh, the cliche term of goals, but realize our goals in, um, in reference to one another. I do believe this card came up when we were reading you as well. And it was helpful. Um, it's really helpful for business owners to be able to work with someone else who can catch details that 
somebody might not have caught because they're too close to the matter. So that's usually what happens when that card comes up specifically for, you know, a friendship or a business relationship, you know, really being able to bounce things off someone else. Oh, I love that. Okay. I'm going to shuffle now too. And for the listeners at home, you make it a sound of dog today. Um, because as we all know, we are living in quarantine world. I'm going to shuffle while I talk. Um, and so my dog insists on being everywhere I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's very cute. His name's Maverick and he loves me endlessly. Um, I'm shuffling. I'm shuffling. I also have three drinks behind me. Like they're all in a row. <laughs> I, I have two next to me. I have a coffee and a water. Okay. Thinking about our friendship. Okay. I pulled the son of pentacles. Um, I could open my book about this, or you could tell us about the card. Of course. This is about a slow and steady saver. It's a really practical card. It, it, if it's a person, it is a most likely an earth sign who really believes that slow and steady wins the race. They are consistently thinking about what do I need to do today, tomorrow. It's actually a really great card for accomplishing goals. It's like basically making lists and putting things together in a really practical way. So I love, I love that card. And you're, uh, are you a Virgo? Is that right? I am not. I am a Gemini, which mm -hmm. is also ruled by Mercury. Um, and it is Virgo season. So I do feel that in some capacity. I have a Capricorn rising, which you do as well. And that's an earth sign. So that's actually a really great practical rising sign. And it's also indicates how you move through the world. So as far as goals are concerned, I'm not surprised that this is your calling and this is what you named your business because um, Capricorns are the most ambitious, relentless, um, you know, signs when it goes, when, when it comes to accomplishing things. So. Oh, I love this. Um, so for the listeners at home, I'm going to put in the show notes so that you can get resources on all this stuff. Um, the wild unknown tarot cards, I'll put some resources for birth charts. If you're like, what's a, a rising sign, what's a whatever, um, so that you can look into that. And the, I'll also put Alex's website um, and links so that you can find her too. Um, but let's jump into our, our goals because I can't wait to hear yours. Yeah. I'll, Tell me about a big goal that you set and accomplished. How'd you get there and why was it important? Well, this is actually really, like I said, surreal for me to be talking about this because my biggest goal and accomplishment to date was starting my own business. And more than starting my own business was really doing what my soul was telling me to do and really accomplishing a soul purpose was the goal for me. I think, like I alluded to earlier, that spiritual journey for me started about four or five years ago. And it started at a crossroads, honestly, during a breakup when I had no real idea, you know, breakup aside, it was somewhat significant, but ultimately what was most significant was I found out I was, I had psychic knowing and I found out that 
I found my first tarot deck. I was always obsessed with astrology, but like all of these things sort of came together in this vortex of a spiritual awakening. And cut to now, that's really why I started this business in the first place. Like I want to help people go through that experience and have their awakening if they have it, understand what the next steps are, understand, you know, where they can go from there. So I'm a very big believer in manifestation, probably surprised to no one, just given the way I'm speaking. And I, my goal list is a manifestation list. So I'll write things down and it's a, just a running list in my notes in my phone and being full-time with Hyperesis of Brooklyn has been on that list for at least a year when I started it was actually October 1st of 2019 officially. And I really didn't know how I was going to accomplish that, but I just put one foot in front of the other and had the trust that if this is really what I'm meant to do, it will work out. So, so I want to talk about so many things on that journey. Um, let's start with High Priestess of Brooklyn. What, what specifically do you do with folks at High Priestess of Brooklyn and, and how can people find your podcast? Yeah, of course. So I work with people, anybody really who wants to learn more about themselves or where they're meant to go in life. And it might seem like a pretty lofty mission statement, but as you know, and really everybody gets to a point in their life where they're like, what am I supposed to be doing? Who am I supposed to be with? How am I supposed to be showing up in this world? And that's really what we accomplish. So we take usually the first 15 to 20 minutes birth chart and understanding what is really significant in the birth chart, especially most people have not had, I, I would say most of my clients have not had a traditional astrology reading yet. So that's sort of a mini version of one. And then we move into the tarot reading and really that psychic channeling and that's really um, communication with your spirit guides essentially. So whatever needs to come through will come through. Usually we have a focus like career or love or what's my sole purpose. I love the bigger, the better, the more specific, the better. I really try to be adaptable to what people need. And usually that's, um, that first meeting is about an hour. And usually what we determine after that is how frequently do we need to be meeting almost like a coach like relationship, which is something I really, really love. And again, it's something I didn't totally have when I was going through everything. So I, I think everything was sort of dependent on me to, to figure out what's the next step here, what book should I read? And I really want to help people get a head start on that and have a little bit more of an organized approach to their spiritual awakening. Yeah. And, and you mentioned that about four years ago, right? You figured out that you had these abilities. Um, can you talk to us about what it was like or how you came to find that out? Yeah. So I found out through a psychic, which was also that I was going through that crossroads moment. And so that was when I decided to have my first reading that I had had a reading like once or twice, but they were pretty insignificant and like a, like a palm reader in Murray Hill in New York city. So, um, this was, this was the real deal. There was so many things that he told me about my life, but one of the many things was that I was an extremely psychic woman 
And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and he, so he sort of tried to explain it like, hey, have you ever had a feeling like you shouldn't go down into the subway or that you, um, you know, really are drawn to a certain person or a certain job or whatever the case may be, that is not by accident. You have psychic knowing. And so that will just over time become stronger and stronger for you. Um, at the time I was, and you know, my whole corporate career, I was an executive recruiter and talent manager. And so I just thought that I could get like through an interview, I could really get to know someone and I would come out with like all of this family history on them and like their motivational structure. And people were like, how did you get that from, like, I would often interview with one other person. They were like, I didn't, we compare notes. They're like, I didn't get any of that. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize that that's what it was. Psychic knowing is probably one of the hardest to identify because it's not like I had like flashes of, um, of light in front of me or like what people kind of have the cliche of with that's actually clairvoyance like the the psychic seeing i didn't really have any of that so that was cool but it was also like okay now now what do i do with this and i i never really had it uh, a thought that it would be something i would want to do full time or really was supposed to do full time and i don't necessarily think everybody is meant to do that full time but over the course of the last 4 years it just got stronger and stronger and i couldn't ignore it anymore um hyped the high priestess card kept coming up in every tarot reading and i was like what does this mean what does this mean but then i got the idea for the name and and everything started to sort of come together one piece at a time and became clearer over time and for the listeners at home what does the high priestess card mean Sure. And I forgot to answer your question, your two-parter earlier, so I'll circle back to that. Um, the High Priestess is a, a beautiful card, which is an indicative of a psychic or spiritual higher knowing and a, really an intuitive guide. So when you get the High Priestess in your reading, there is a strong knowing that you have within your gut that you're either listening to and it's guiding you on your path or when it comes through reverse, you may have been ignoring this psychic knowing or you may not really be recognizing the signs that your intuition or your spirit guides are trying to give you. So um, over time, the high priestess had a double meaning for me because it also meant in a reading where I said, where should I focus my time? You know, and the high priestess comes up in that meaning, it meant do more of what you're supposed to be doing and, and really, grow the business. Um, the podcast to circle back is called priestesses prescribe and it's myself and my co-host Erica, who is also a priestess of a different form. She actually has a family lineage in, um, holistic health and wellness, which is really beautiful. And we will focus on astrologically the new and full moon and forecast for those and other topics that people might be interested in on their spiritual awakening. Oh, there's so much to touch on there. Uh, it's, it's like all of the woo woo fun that everyone wants and needs in their lives right now. Oh my gosh. Yes. And it's like, I pinch myself every day. I looked at my boyfriend when I actually got laid off, which was like a celebratory moment for me. And I was like, this is what I get to do every day. Like, I'm so excited. And it's just, it's so different when you're doing something that you're really, really passionate about and you, it's, it doesn't feel like work. It's so cliche, but it really doesn't. 
Yeah. Yeah. So let's, let's dive in. Let's talk about the future. Speaking of Claire cognizance, um, <laughs> what is a big goal that you're setting for the future and how are you going to get there? I, I've, honestly, it's growing the business. And if I'm being totally honest, I have so many irons in the fire, which is kind of how I do things. And I'm not certain which ones will catch to be quite honest with you and really vulnerable. I think the podcast is something that feels really, really good. And so every time I'm working on it, I feel fulfilled. And so if monetization comes from that eventually, amazing. If not, that's okay too. I work with clients one-on-one. That is something that lights me up every single time I do it. That is, of course, a revenue stream that makes sense to put more time and energy and effort into. So I know things will come from there. And there's all sorts of different things and different avenues I think this can go. I love to write. I I write some um, horoscope content for bigger brands like Betches and Sportlux, and that's been amazing too. I think it's just about really listening to your gut, going with certain projects because they fall into your lap, and then deciding how you feel about them after a certain point. And I think I'll just continue like that and see what feels right. So it sounds like the big goal is just to allow your gut to take hold. Um, Cause you've, you've put it out there, you're trying the things and you're going to allow the universe to sort of choose your path. Definitely. I love and that. I'm no dummy. I am a cap rising. So I saved up a very significant amount of money when COVID hit. I wasn't, go- I live in New York city no, no surprise. It's one of the most expensive cities in the world. I love to socialize. And I, all of a sudden that was all taken away from me or it was completely free to socialize on zoom, which honestly I didn't have a hard time with. So I just put everything into saving and lo and behold, <laughs> that can happen very quickly when you're not spending frivolously. So now I'm a big proponent in saving, which I have to say I was not before, <laughs> but I had a goal in mind and here I am. Millennials, here we are. We're saving money. <laughs> um, I also have to say, I, I find it like very fun that you write horoscope content because I personally think horoscope writing is some of the most fun writing to read in the universe. Do you have fun doing that? I do. I use my tarot cards. I pull a card pretty much for every sign when I do it. I do pull a card for every sign when I do it. I really love creating with constriction in mind, which definitely horoscope content can be just because there's a lot going on astrologically. And then we have the tarot component and then we have, you know, what's going on in our world collectively. And I think it's, it's really fun to write under circumstances like that. Also in a time crunch, like you don't need to get it out every week. Um, it is also really hard. I'll, I'll admit it. It, it, it doesn't always come easy. And I think that's what most horoscope writers will tell you. Like, it's really fun when it's done, but it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a labor of love sometimes, some weeks. Yeah. I, so I get, I'm, I mean, obviously I'm going to read your horoscope content now. Um, I didn't know you do that. That's so fun. But I love Elle's horoscope with the Astro Twins. Um, I think that's awesome. And then I was listening to the Daily Horoscope podcast. Um, I listened to that too on Spotify. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's really fun. Um, but I could, I could honestly like consume every ounce of woo woo every single day. <laughs> <laughs> same, same, same. I also, I grew up listening, reading Susan Miller. Her, have you ever read Astrozones? Um, yes, it's been a while though. Yeah, she writes in such a unique way. I, I have such reverence for her. The Astro Twins, Eliza Kelly writes really amazing horoscopes too. So um, it's also about like putting your own spin on it and like hoping that it will relate. I, I think people find their, their guide or their person and that is just so important. It's like a therapist for a relationship, you know, live, live for every pot, I guess let's say. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So your future goal you're, you're already on your way to it. Um, but it, it's sort of like becoming whatever you're going to bloom into, which I love. Um, so through all of this, what is a self care tip that you would give to the listener at home? Uh, we're in a weird time in the world. So we're trying to help our listeners stay healthy, sane and productive. Yeah, for sure. I have so many. I realized that I, when I was thinking about this, I just have so many routines that keep me going. Um, one routine that keeps me going is little rewards like a LaCroix. As small as it sounds, looking forward to something every day is actually in your brain a really healthy activity. They say that binging a show is actually one of the worst things you can do for that reward center in your brain. You should look forward to something at the end of every day. And if, even if it's just like a coffee break or a LaCroix or a nap, I really relish those things. So that, that is definitely my self-care tip. Um, just from a productivity standpoint too, I try to do, like if I have to clean the house, I'll take a call while I do that. And so I can be really present for the things that I can't do two things for. Like this, you know, talking to you, obviously I cannot clean the house in this moment. So I would like to have done that already by doing something else during that call. So I try to like couple things together. That means that it'll go by a little bit faster too. I love that. I love that. So we have, we have sort of our, our self-care tip here. Um, little rewards, don't binge TV. Actually, as soon as you said that, I was like, I never feel good when I binge TV and, um, try to multitask the things you can so you can be productive. Yeah. Listen to your podcast while reading that. Clean the house. Yes, Alex Kaola. Um, this has been delightful. Um, I want to talk to you all day because you are wonderful. But alas, we we must do other things. Thank you for joining me on We Got Goals, and have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for having me. You too. You and your beautiful wallpaper. I'll see you soon. Yeah. <laughs>